0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Before we dive in, we have to do our favorite thing of the week, which is shout out our lovely patrons. Thank you guys so much for your support. It means so much to us. Um, first up, we have our new champions for actors rights. They are the social justice warriors of our times. Um, Mm, mm -hmm. This week, we have Aaron Dix. Aaron, I love your last name. Dix and Cox unite. It's great (laughs) to have you here.
1: (laughs) Oh, Dix and Cox.
2: Dix and Cox unite. Match made in heaven. Champions (laughs) for actor's rights. Next up, look. We've got to shout out some folks who love boats. They love <laughs> ships. They love them. They love to be on them and out exploring the world. They're vessel heads. And we got a few of them this week. We've got Carrie Monster, Margaret Cammer, Scarlett Tudor, Shane Isley, and Ashley Boatwright. Ashley both Ooh, right, wow. Ashley. Born to be a vessel wow. head. You love <laughs> to see it right where she belongs, right where they all belong. And boy, do we love them! Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you so
1: much. Welcome aboard, and welcome to another group of folks jo- joining Tony Fucking Colette's inner circle. We Ooh. have Wendy Muller, who um, upgraded from a vessel head um, to join this sweet, sweet. Exclusive circle. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She loves Tony and so do we. Um, we also have Siobhan Kroll-Reed and Kate Cox, a.k.a. Henley's mom. We bullied her into
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got parents in the circle. Our parents
1: love us and we
0: love Support them. Us. <laughs> yes, Support us. Yes, Support our dreams. Yes, Support yes. our podcast. <laughs> Thank you, parents. What would we do without you?
2: Thank you, parents. Thank you, parents and non-parents alike. For all that you do.
1: Yes. Um, and yeah, the, our Patreon is not just for our parents. So if you want to join, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW podcast. We are inching ever closer to that 100 patron mark in which we will start releasing bonus episodes. So get in on this fabulous opportunity mm-hmm. while you can.
2: Get in on it. We've, In fact, we've run we've run out of parents just about. So we're going to need some non-parents to, to get us through to the finish yes. line. You can be a parent. You just can't be ours. (laughs) Um, But we'll love you just the same. And here's the episode.
1: This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I'm too scared for most scary movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared for many a scary movie. Many a scary, yeah. Uh,
1: I'm Sammy, and I like all of the scary movies. Well, I mean, probably a few I don't, but most for the most part, 99%. I love him. Yeah.
2: She loves them, Yeah. You like him. You like the most. <laughs> What's up with us
0: today, this well, week? My brain is melting out of my ears. So, Oh, don't, no. <laughs> don't expect me to be able to uh, put a sentence together on this podcast. We'll just, yeah. We're recording
2: on a new day right now. Listeners, just so you know, it's a new day of the week for us and- I'm feeling the difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know why yep. it would be different, but I feel different. Yeah, I mean it's a
1: it's a Sunday morning, listeners. If you must it's a know, Sunday
2: morning. <laughs> Do you, must you know? Must you know, <laughs> listeners? Because you know what? Now you know.
1: And yeah, Sunday morning just hits a little different than uh, Thursday it just hits evening. A little different.
2: And that and it, listeners, if you must know, before normally it was Thursday evening. So now you <laughs> yeah, know. the gears are just the just just starting to
0: turn right now. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's The brain has not really fully revved up to its full capacity quite yet
1: So this is going to be a great, a great episode So if you've, just,
2: hey, if you've just tuned in, <laughs> <laughs> you're just getting started We're really ramping you up for what could be a pretty weird hour
0: uh, Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. So did anything interesting happen to us this week? I've got some stuff Sammy, Sammy has some stuff. Well,
1: part of the reason why we changed our recording day is because I have temporarily um, moved to Washington state um, and my work schedule is going to be a little hectic. And so um, that's why we changed our schedule. But, yeah, listeners, I'm up in Washington now. It's really beautiful
2: I can't believe I'm the only one in L.A. right now. I am the only one who stayed where we're supposed to be. (laughs) You all left me. I would rather be there. It looks incredible. Oh, my God.
0: It's so pretty. Yeah, it looks so so beautiful. It's very beautiful.
1: But one thing that I didn't tell you guys yet that's been a real... tough thing for for me to handle is the spiders here are really really big oh
2: no
0: like how big
1: like what there's one called the giant house spider that's bad Gets up to <laughs> sounds bad Gets up to four inches ah! it's oh it's so big there was one in my room like the second night i was here oh
2: so they're like there they're
1: here
0: it's not a hypothetical does it does it have like a fat body or a flat body <laughs>
1: <laughs> fat or flat? <laughs> fat or flat? <laughs> um, you know, this is important. I didn't get as much. I th- I guess probably f- fat, but um, the the bigger thing is the legs. It was the biggest spider I've ever seen that wasn't a tarantula. Like it has very long legs.
0: Wait, is four inches just the body?
1: No, thank God. F- that's that's
2: okay. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> a
0: fat no, that, four
2: inch body
0: that would be I would I need more adjectives I would leave um
2: (laughs) no I think everything in the universe can be described as either fat or flat and I would like to only (laughs) use those two from here on out
1: Um, But I called my roommate or I texted my roommate to be like, this is sounds so stupid, but there's like the biggest spider I've ever seen in my life in my room. And like, I really need help and moral support. <laughs> and he came down and like probably thought I was being dramatic. And then he saw it and was like, that's a joke, right? Like you bought that from the Halloween store. Like, that's not a real spider. And then it started moving and we both started screaming and then we we tried to vacuum it and it was stronger than the vacuum cleaner (gasps) and it was like clinging onto the carpet for dear life. And we finally got it, but it was uh, really bad and was uh, was the first thing that I was like, okay, maybe I don't want to live here full time
0: <laughs> luckily Whoa. there is something there is something actually cartoonish about imagining the spider anyway. like holding onto the
1: carpet <laughs> no 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 well i've since researched and they're like not poisonous and they eat other bugs and so i i I don't want to have to kill them but it's just like I don't know what else to do you know
2: That's hard to sleep with that guy around you know I can't That's hard I don't know whether
0: this might make you feel better Sammy I don't know if it will or not but um I've re- recently transitioned actually from frog TikTok to spider TikTok oh. which Whoa. I know might shock some people <laughs> um that shocks who, me <laughs> who know how much I hate spiders but there's actually like a type of spider that has like the cutest face I've they ever can be seen. Finally, are whole you
2: anthropomorphizing life? insects? Actually, I
0: am. <gasps> and it has a really cute face. And the owner of these spiders <laughs> <laughs> trains them like using a laser. And they, like, hop on her finger and no. then, like, we'll do things. Mm-mm. And they have a really cute face. And I, I think know. it's making me feel a little bit more okay about spiders.
2: Send me a screen grab of just the face. I don't want to see it in motion. A spider in motion is hard for me.
1: The
0: way they move is
1: alarming. Yeah, these ones are big and also fast. It's like be
0: one or the other. And they don't have cute faces.
1: I mean, I didn't <laughs> see it under like a magnifying glass, so I can't say. <laughs> Next time, please do. I, can't say I, saw its I facial would like to features. see it
2: magnified. I want to see its face magnified as it's fighting the vacuum. <laughs> I'm,
0: oh, I'm stressed for you, Sammy. I, I I hope that it's. I hope that you don't experience any more spiders.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. But something tells me I might. Um, uh-uh. what's, what's up with you guys?
2: <laughs> um, well, we are... Uh, I hate to do it, but I gotta do it. 36 days from the election. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. 30,
2: 36 days I'm away. I'm getting nervous. It's, it's, I'm getting nervous. It's really important to vote. It's so important to vote, everyone. Please, 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 please vote. Please mm-hmm. vote.
1: And learn about your down-ballot um, races, too. It's not just yeah, about vote. president.
2: It's You gotta vote about everything. But at the very least, you've got to vote at all. Um, <laughs> yes. you got to vote. You've got to vote. And I've been thinking a lot about the election. <laughs> and um, on, so I'm stressed, obviously. It's just very stressful and scary. But a thing that I, that I was talking to my therapist about, which did help, which she said, hey, we are going to be devastated if Donald Trump wins, sort of regardless. Right. Like, duh. Uh, Mm -hmm. And she was like, I think we all feel like if we just continue to be very nervous and not hopeful and sort of brace ourselves for like this is going to be bad, it'll somehow curb the devastation if he wins. Right. Which is impossible because it will be a nightmare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So instead, I'm trying to be hopeful Mm -hmm. and energized Mm -hmm. and engaged Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. uh, while I can because he... There's I'm going to say it, and it's really scary for me to say I'm still not ready. I'm, he very well might lose. He could very well lose this election. Mm-hmm. and we've got to do everything we can to make that a reality, and I'm going to try so hard to not be too scared to say that or think it.
0: I agree. I'm obviously also very stressed. I think that the reality is that no matter what happens, Donald Trump will say that he won. Yeah. And so we just need to brace ourselves for that. Or that
2: the whole thing is garbage, which he's already doing. That's what he's
0: going to do. No matter the outcome, even if Biden wins in a landslide, Donald Trump will say it's rigged. We can't trust these results. And he will sow seeds of doubt and we can't let him win in that way either.
2: Like we can't. It's and bullshit. you know what? Those I think I've been thinking too. Those are the words of a loser. Yes, <laughs> have you ever? That's, it's a weak like, It's person. like someone going into a, it's like two teams going into a game, a fucking sports game. You know them. You know them, <laughs> and being like probably whatever. I'm gonna play the game. I mean, I, yeah, I'm definitely gonna play. I'm an athlete. I'm gonna play the game. But like probably it's not it's you shouldn't believe any of it the thing that you're gonna Mm -hmm. watch happen that i'm participating in but probably like forget about it it's like Mm -hmm. you're already a loser you're a huge loser (laughs) and you fucking know it and confident people who are in charge of their fucking like mental capabilities don't speak that way and engage that way and so like don't let him convince you that it's not real. It's real and he's a loser and he fucking knows it. And we ha- I'm just, like, getting fired up because it's- I need to just be like, yeah, he's a loser. He knows it. It's possible. We need to fucking vote. We have to do it. I've started working a couple days a week in Beverly Hills, which is a whole other thing. But every weekend there is a Trump rally in Beverly Hills. And there are rich... I'm going to say it, white people, and Beverly Hills flying their huge Trump flags, and, like, those motherfuckers need to know that they do not represent this country. They are the smallest possible percentage of people, and I want them to be squashed, (laughs) (laughs) vacuumed up like spiders in Sammy's fucking bedroom, and, um... I already got way more heated than I anticipated getting when I started talking about this, but just like it's, we just, it's, we can do it. We can do it. We have to try. Yeah. Listeners, you have to try. Sign
1: up for some phone banking, some text banking. There's things, some you letter can writing do, letter parties. Writing. Mm-hmm. There's
2: all sorts of stuff. Swing Left has a, gr- a bunch of great things. Act Blue is doing great work. Justice Democrats are doing great work. There are places you can look for hope and to get engaged. And, um, We just gotta do. We just gotta do it. Yeah, we gotta do it. We gotta do it. Because
0: otherwise, it's a it's a self fulfilling prophecy.
2: Otherwise, exactly.
0: Otherwise, if we give up hope, then what else? What else do we have?
2: I think we're all very. I mean, obviously, um, fucking like we we're still very wounded from twenty sixteen and how that all went down. And like, yeah, that was bad, and it means that we know that shit can go way wrong, and we can't get to like, oh, we've got this. We've got to work for it, but also. It's not 2016. It mm-hmm. is. Everything is different. We have mm-hmm. had him as president for four years. We have a different candidate running against him. The country is different. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, 200,000 people have died. Nobody is working. Like, things are different. It is different. You cannot pretend that it's 2016 because it is not. Hoof. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Here's another thing that happened in the world this fucking week. A dear friend of ours who I won't name, because I don't know if we're doing this, brought life into the world. Mm. And, hey, man, let's fucking win this goddamn election for all the good babies that need a world to live in that is hopeful and good for women. She's a little, in this moment, we're going to assume woman. She's a baby. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The babies don't have gender. But mm-hmm. let's make a fucking better world for, for that baby who we already just love so dearly. So yep there we go mm-hmm. that's what it is that's what it is that's all it is
0: and if also if women can be giving birth wearing masks
2: <laughs> fucking yeah you guys everyone else can wear masks too. you can wear a mask if a person can push a human out of their body in a mask you it's can do wild. it you it's can
0: wild you can fucking wild do it that women are having to wear masks while giving birth like holy shit yeah that sucks yeah fucking man sucks. Women are amazing.
1: And speaking of strong women.
0: Oh, what a segue. We,
1: we had a, a, a scaredy cat of our own watch a scary oh, movie me. this
2: week. I it's about I you. the movie. Wow. Oh, <laughs> my God. You watched a scary movie this week. I watched a scary so movie. I, yeah, I guess I'm really brave now. Um, I watched the movie this week. I really like it. I really <gasps> like the movie. i excited to hear about it. Ooh. Um, so, okay, so... The movie is The Invisible Man, which came out in 2020. It is mm-hmm. directed, I'm gonna probably say his name wrong, but um directed by Lee Winnell. Is that what we're gonna say? Lee Winnell. Right. Written by mm-hmm. Lee Winnell.
1: Um, is he the actor from Saw?
2: Is he? I don't know. Let's find I'm out. Lee Winnell is the actor from Saw. Yep. Okay. So we got a professional on our hands. A pro-fessional. Um, and this movie is starring Elizabeth Moss, Aldous Hodge, Harriet Dyer, Storm Reed, Oliver Jackson Cohen, and Michael Dorman. It's I really liked it. So I watched it. Um, uh, my, my good friend Betsy, a correspondent, horror, horror Betsy Stara, we know her, we love her, um, has a projector screen like up in her back patio area so we've done a couple like distanced outdoor movie nights um and, and so I watched it over there um with friends and was able to hide my eyes for for most of it but I really liked it and so I rewatched it on my own <sighs> to take notes and on, I'd already seen it and I was still quite scared <laughs> um but it's really good and it's a it's a scary movie that I could handle because It's not a scenario I'm worried about happening to me. Sure, I mean, uh, what it maps over of like an abusive partner and gaslighting and like all of that is very real. But like the actual, you know, how it occurs, not going to happen to me. And um, it yeah, like didn't give me night. It wasn't going to like stick around in my head. It's just like scary in the moment, which is honestly very fun, especially for coming up on spooky season. Um. But because because our brave, brave Sammy was going through a move and had a lot to honor plate, I I, I agreed to watch the movie, and I'm really excited to tell you guys about I'm it. I'm excited to I'm hear excited. about it. Um, and it came out in February 28th, 2020, so in the immediate pre-world, this movie came out. I, I
1: remember that it was the first thing that they then released onto... Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, VOD for 20 bucks, which seemed like an extreme price. Crazy at the time. <laughs> yeah. But I believe, uh, listeners, it is now streaming on HBO for free. HBO Max. It is now streaming. My Nemesis Network.
2: I know. Your Nemesis <laughs> Network. It is streaming there. Um, it uh, It is it's good. It, as a movie, I think it's really good. Um, the acting is. Elizabeth Moss is fucking incredible. Yeah. She's, I really wish she were in a Scientologist. And also, you know what? She is so whatever, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and I love her, and she's so good. In watching this movie, we were talking about it. Um, uh, Betsy and I and, and our small group that was watching it, like I honestly, it's a very good movie. It's very highly reviewed. Mm-hmm. I don't think this movie works without Elizabeth Moss. I like cannot mm-hmm. think of another potential actress to do this movie mm-hmm. that makes it work mm-hmm. because it's so like she's just so believable in every mm. it's like and she's so empathetic mm. you just like are always so tuned in to her in a way that is yeah it makes this movie work I think and, and she gives a great performance and it's really cool to watch you're doing a good sell for it Emily now I'm
0: curious Thank and you. I want to watch
1: I, it yeah I think I'm going to watch it after
0: I think you'll enjoy it Yay!
1: I really do um, there's some jump scares I'm nervous that I think the invisible man is very hot and that might be problematic. Oh,
2: no. OK, because I think he's a huge dweeb. And honestly, that's like my only problem with this movie is that I hate the cast. Well, I room.
1: just thought like, he was hot in uh, Haunting of Hill House. So I'm,
2: here's the thing. I think he probably is hot, but it doesn't work for me in this. Well, it's
1: not supposed to. Right. He's like an abusive, horrible person.
2: No, but even uh, we'll get there. I just okay, like okay, I, okay. he's just he looks like a fucking dork like literally my, like cuz you you don't see his face for a long time yeah um and like a like a full on like close up and when you do i was like this guy like i just realized like <laughs> what mm. this guy has this much power over this fucking guy anyway um <laughs> that's maybe just my personal feelings
0: well two things to say about that one obviously in abusive relationships i feel like that if that happens all the time where it's like, yeah, that person, that person has that much power. right? Yeah. It's
2: like not a logical thing.
0: It's not logical. But then also, I just like the idea of arguing over whether an invisible man is hot or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I he's could literally like invisible.
2: feel uh, what I felt from him wasn't hot. You know, the energy that they were putting in the room wasn't hot to me. Um <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, the sort of glitchy <laughs> noises that you hear I'm Not hot for me um, Just like the con-
0: contours of his general
2: shape Yeah, sort of like the energy he took up in a room, I imagine <laughs> Not for me <laughs> Welcome to Cocktail Hour If you thought this would be the place in the podcast where you'd get a break from my voice You're out of luck It's still me, but you know what? And that's just how it is sometimes This week's drink is the Gaslight For this drink, you're going to need one and three quarter ounces of scotch, half an ounce of sweet vermouth, and a quarter of an ounce of curacao. You will stir all ingredients in a mixing glass with ice and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. You will garnish with an orange peel and float one dash of drambuie if you have it. A great, strong drink to make you doubt what you know to be true as much as everybody else around you does. Hey, Cheers. I have some trivia, which is what we do now. Yes. Yep. Yep. Let's hear it. Great. Um. So uh, also, okay. So a casting what if, which I love. Okay. Uh. And I super love in this moment because as as mentioned, didn't love the boyfriend. Um. Mm -hmm. There are two other main choices: were Army Hammer and Alexander Skarsgard.
1: Oh, Alexander Skarsgard. I mean, just because we all saw him uh, in Big Little Lies, so we know that he can be scary.
2: Here's the thing. I think he'd be because he was in Big Little Lies. It's like he can't just be the abusive partner forever. But also, that is the vibe I would have understood. Like because he's hot, first of all, Mm -hmm. and he has like such a power. Like, and it's probably because I saw him in Big Little Lies. But there's something Mm -hmm. about like, yeah, it just that. And even honestly, Army Hammer, almost like because he like looks so friendly, Mm -hmm. but has Mm. that like shitty edge that I'm like. Yeah, I'd buy that, too.
1: Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. uh,
2: Another trivia. So so he's invisible, right? Uh, that's the premise of the movie. Uh-huh. And so there were a lot of scenes where it's, like, Elizabeth Moss with nobody, um, and apparently some a lot of those scenes she insisted upon the actor being there so she could, like, deliver. So some scenes she's delivering it to no one, but there, I guess she made choices as an actor of, like, when she wanted his energy there to like actually act right. on and he's quoted as being like I'm there much more than you can see me which is like okay guy, <laughs> fine um, I'm in the movie too um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they shot this movie in Australia but we're faking it for uh, like outside of San Francisco zone Okay. Um. They, and they <laughs>
1: wanted to be closer to Tony Collette, I presume. They wanted mm-hmm. to be closer to Tony Collette, just in um, case she
2: wanted to like
0: hop on the project last minute. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, she
2: could have been the boyfriend. I would have fucking loved that. Um.
0: <laughs> it's a different movie. Oh, I it's, love it. It's that. a different
2: movie, but it she works. Can do me She
0: can do anything. She can, she can do anything. Do anything. It works
2: for me. Works for me. Um. It apparently, it was very difficult to to fake. More difficult than you would think to fake Australia for the United States, because as the director is quoted saying, "Everything's just like a little bit different." So they flew a mailbox in from the United States <laughs> to put outside the house to make it look more American. Um, and there is a scene where she's like running through a forest and it's like pine trees and they don't have those in Australia. So they shot that. It's at night. They shot that in like a, a Christmas tree farm. Um, and so he wow. was like, if the if it was light out, you would see that they're like planted in rows and it's like where people go to cut down their Christmas trees. But they right, right. shot it to make it look like a, a forest, which I thought was fun. And my last little bit of trivia that really made me laugh so hard um, <laughs> is that so the character of Adrian's brother, Adrian is the boyfriend, his brother Tom, played by Michael Dorman, is meant to feel as if nothing about him fits. And that's made literal in his costume. His suits are a couple sizes too small to complete <laughs> that subtle image. And Dorman, the actor, loved it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Like, There's
2: something off about this guy Oh his suit's a few sizes too small <laughs> <laughs> a, few, a few sizes too small Oh god
0: it's
1: funny to me Hey if the actor liked it We like it because we mm-hmm. like our actors to If be the actor happy. liked it
2: we liked it mm-hmm. um, Actor's rights If he wants actors a too rights. small suit He gets a too small suit <laughs> um, Really makes me laugh But yeah so let's that's the trailer. That's what's the trailer.
1: Adrian. He was a sociopath. He said that I could never leave him. He controlled how I looked and what I wore. Then I was controlling when I left the house. And eventually what I thought.
2: Adrian's dead. Listen. You're getting your freedom back, okay? He said
0: that wherever I went, he would find me, walk right up to me, and I wouldn't be able to see him. Adrian is dead. He's not dead. He has figured out a
2: way to be invisible.
1: Men are scary. <laughs> men are
2: scary. I
0: hate, I hate this. I hate yeah, the this side more. note is
2: that men are scary. <laughs> I'm way more scared of
0: men than I am of ghosts or demons.
2: Oh my god, same. <laughs> They're the scariest thing in the world. Um, we've talked about this before. They're so scary. Okay. Ready?
1: Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Wow, Let's I'm gonna try it. to be a
2: good storyteller. Sammy is such a good storyteller, and I feel like we always get comments about like I wish Sammy could just do it all the time, every single thing. And guys, <laughs> I'm gonna try.
1: No, you're good too. I like I like it when you're the
0: storyteller. Listeners, I'm
2: I'm gonna try.
0: It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. That's a hundred dollars off and less than seven dollars per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com/2scary and use the code and password 2scary and grab six bottles for just thirty-nine ninety-nine. One last time, that's nakedwines.com/2scary code and password 2scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles.
2: So we start out in this remote house on, like, a cliffside. It's nighttime. It's on the ocean. There's, like, big waves. And, again, silent. No music. No nothing. You hear the waves crashing. This, like, gorgeous, remote, huge house. You saw in the trailer. It's, like, insane. He is... Uh, there's a line later about him being a leader in the field of optics. He's a like a Elon Musk fucking like billionaire. Got it. Uh, the only thing science I hate guy. more
1: than men is billionaires. No,
2: billionaire <laughs> yeah. men—they're the worst kind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So we we like see the house from the outside. We see the clock. It's three forty-one a.m. Uh, and we see Elizabeth Moss open her eyes in bed with with her boyfriend. His name is Adrian. She starts quietly sneaking out of bed. Moving very slowly, we see her. She lifts up the mattress and pulls out um, a pill bottle that is diazepam. You see the like label; it's diazepam. Pulls it out from under the bed, takes his cup of water, drains it. So we just see her. She's clearly made a plan. Mm-hmm. She's sneaking mm-hmm. out. Uh, she says his name to check that he's asleep. He is. She grabs like her bag that is already packed. Um, this is very tense. She's creeping very slowly. She turns the security camera outside their room to face his bed um, and pulls it up on her phone. She's very smart. She can like watch him and make sure he's still sleeping. So Mm -hmm. as she does the rest of her like getting ready to go, she's also watching him checking that he's still asleep. Um, She goes down into like it looks like a fucking superhero's lair. Like it's like a big bright room with like metal cases and like security cameras and it looks like fucking like Iron Man's situation. Yeah. Um, she goes down there to turn off the alarm system um, we see he has like these like black suits like like superhero suits it's like a weird it's like Bruce we're Wayne. getting to feel that this guy is like not a normal guy <laughs> in addition to being a billionaire um, mm-hmm. but she turns the alarm off she gets all her stuff goes down um, into the garage to, to exit the house we see this dog come down um a dog in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Hate to see it. Oh. Um, no. no, no. Uh, but he comes down and just like stares at her and she turns around and goes like, Oh, Suze, I can't take you with me. I'm sorry. She's like, Oh, I'm gonna take this off of you, though. He's wearing like a shock collar. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes to like take it off of him, finally gets it off, but in doing so, taps the car in the garage, which sends the car alarm off really loudly. Oh, boy. The lights come on in the house, she's like, Fuck, starts running. Um, but she, hey, she planned for this. She put her sneakers on. She's, like, ready to run. Bag over her shoulder. Climbs this huge concrete wall that like, runs around the perimeter of the house. Goes over it. Runs to this, through a forest, um, to the road. And she's standing in the middle of the road, looking at her phone. is like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Looking down the road for a car coming. Nobody's coming. And she's like, where are you? Where are you? Car pulls up. She gets in. It's her sister, Emily. Um... Who I'm gonna go ahead and say, bad sister. Um, (laughs) Okay, okay. But just so like obviously this is a big. It's four o'clock in the morning. The our main character by the name, by the way, her name is Cecilia. Cecilia clearly called her and said, "Hey, meet me in this middle of the road at four a.m." Like things aren't good. Yeah, Uh, and so Cecilia gets in the car, shuts the door, locks it, and Emily's like, "What's going on?" (laughs) It's <laughs> just like, just go, like drop, drive. Just like this is weird. Like it's like fucking drive. Ask questions later. What the hell? And of course, Adrian slams his fist on the window. Comes up just in time. It's going Cecilia, Cecilia. Punches his hand through the window. Breaks it. His hand gets all bloody. He's trying to grab her. Finally, Emily fucking drives the car away, <laughs> and they get away. And then we see as the car pulls down the road. His hand goes down, he picks up, she had dropped the bottle of diazepam, and he holds it and looks at it. Uh, We don't see him, we just see, like, his bloody hand holding the diazepam, Mm -hmm. cut to black, two weeks later. Wait, so
0: diazepam is, like, a sleep aid? Yes, it's like a sedative. It's a sedative. Okay, so he's basically in that scene realizing she drugged me,
2: I think, yes, that is the implication.
0: Okay, Um, okay.
2: That yeah, she had she was hiding it. She, I think she drugged him to get him to be fast asleep so she could leave in the middle of the night. Right. Um okay. Two weeks later, we see that Cecilia is now staying uh with her sister's friend. His name is James, and his daughter, who's like in uh, senior in high school age, Sydney. Um, her daughter, her sister's friend, James is a cop. Um, so Cecilia's staying there. It's been two weeks. She's really rattled. She's afraid to leave the house. Um. She's, like, looking up online. We see her how to tell if you're being followed. She puts nail polish over her webcam. She's, just like, very on edge. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes to... James, like, sort of is like, hey, why don't you go try to check the mail? Um, You know, production brought a mailbox all the way from the United States. Please go check it. Um, She goes... To walk And she's very scared To walk out the front door She's looking down the street She goes to check the mail Someone A jogger runs by She freaks out Goes back in the house She can't even check the mail She's that rattled Yeah Some Um, PTSD Some serious PTSD So Knock on the door Emily comes in It's her sister Emily And Cecilia is really upset And she's like I told you You cannot He will follow you He knows where you live So this is why Cecilia Is not at Emily's She's at like An unknown friend's house She's like Okay He's probably following you if he sees that you came here. Now he knows where I am. Like, why? She's clearly very annoyed with Emily. She's like, why can't you just trust me? Like, I told you that you can't fucking come here. And Emily's like, all right, again, sorry, being like not nice. Uh, She's (laughs) like, hey, hey, I'm here. Like, you don't have to cut me out anymore because Adrian is dead. Uh, Shows her the news report. Adrian committed suicide. He was found. His body was found. It's like a news... He's, you know, Elon Musk type fucking rich dude. He's famous. So it's like right. a news story. Right. Um. Then Emily, James, and Cecilia are all sitting down at the table sort of processing this information. And Cecilia's like it just... It just doesn't make sense. He was completely in control. Um. This is where she gives the monologue from the trailer. You know, he... He controlled everything about me. He controlled what I wore, what I ate, where I went... Um, he's, you know, started controlling. It's just it got to a point where he was controlling what I thought. Uh, and she said he wanted a baby. Uh, and I knew that if I had a baby with him, I would truly be stuck. So I started taking birth control without him knowing. Um, but that could only go on for so long. So that's why I made this plan to, to escape and called you. And here we are. Right. Later that day or the next day. It's the next morning, I think, James and his daughter, Sydney, are in the kitchen talking about how Sydney's dream is to go to Parsons. Um, it's, but, you know, it's too expensive. And he's like, why don't you go to a state school? Um, in comes Cecilia, slams the mail down on the counter. Look who went all the way to the mailbox because Adrian's dead. She's not too scared. Uh, and they're very proud of her They're like, wow, look who ain't got the mail They have a fun dynamic, Aww. James And James and Cecilia, they're good friends It's like a little flirty, but it's mainly just friendly And, sure. and Sydney, all three of them They're like a good little dynamic this, uh, Things are looking up for everyone and, and they're gonna stay that way I'm
1: sure they're staying that you way You can believe
2: it um, no. So they're all having a you know little joke uh, James goes to look through the mail And says, oh, there's something for you, Cecilia she says, nobody knows I'm here. That doesn't make any sense. Opens it. um, And it is a uh, she's being summoned to go to San Francisco for the I guess I don't know what you call this. J- Adrian left her something in his Like will, the reading right? of so, the will. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not it's just a meeting. it ends up just being like a meeting. It's like okay. just giving over assets essentially. Um, mm-hmm. So she and Emily go um, and they're meeting with just the two of them, They're meeting with Adrian's brother Tom. Uh, in a very, very, very tight suit.
1: teeny tiny suit,
2: teeny teeny tiny <laughs> suit. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they're they're sitting there, and he, you know, he says he's clearly upset. His brother's dead. He is not a fan of Cecilia. He's like, you know, I know you left you left him. I always considered you. Fa-. He's just kind of shitty. He's like, I always considered you family. Um Trying to like guilt her mm-hmm. and um I have to, I have legally I have to read this letter um that Adrian wrote to you and he starts reading it and it's like you know Cecilia I thought we had enough trust that you know even if things weren't good between us you you wouldn't leave me like that and Emily and one good sister moment goes like hey stop we don't she doesn't have to hear this and he's like well legally I have to read and she's like great send me a fucking email I'm not going to make her listen to this and he said uh well uh Adrian left you, um, left you money. He left you five million dollars. You'll get them in a hundred thousand dollar installments in your bank account every month until you hit the five million. And shows at some point he's like, you know, Adrian is still here with us. He's right there in that urn, uh, and it's like ashes are on the counter. It's just like he's an asshole <laughs> and mm-hmm. being, but but also trying to be like, you know, Cecilia, you you were family and. And Adrian wanted you to have this. And so, you know, this is yours. Mm. That night, we're back at James's house. Uh, Cecilia's is in a good mood. She says, hey, guys, come in here. I have a surprise for you. Sydney and James come in and she says, today I bought you this ladder. You guys needed a ladder. Um, so here you go. And they're sort of like, <laughs> OK, th- thank you. That's um, that's a nice gift. We're really happy for the ladder. And she goes, oh, actually, there's there's an envelope up, up really high at the top of the Bookshelf. I guess you could use the ladder to get it. I mean, I don't know if you want. She's just being cute. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sydney climbs the ladder, gets it. It's and inside the envelope, it is a bank account that has been made in Sydney's name uh, that uh, Cecilia opened for her entitled Parsons, and she said, "I mean, I got you this bank account. I'm going to put ten thousand dollars a month in it for the next four years, so that you can go to Parsons." They're all celebrating. They're so happy. So they brought champagne. They're joking about how like Sydney can't have the champagne because she's not 21. <laughs> um, they're just, you know, celebrating. Life Meanwhile, is good. Life is good. And it's going <laughs> to stay <laughs> good. You know it's that it is. It's the fun it and is. games portion. It's the fun and games portion. We hit it early. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we see them celebrating and the camera sort of pans way like backs away from them. Down the hallway to the house to nothing. We're not seeing anything, but but all of a sudden, you know, they're sort of in the distance having their little celebration. We feel like the rest of the house around. Nothing happens. That night, Cecilia is hanging up her clothes in her bedroom. Uh she thinks she hears something. She's like pauses, looks around. Again, it's very, very quiet. Nothing else around, but she definitely is uh Getting on edge again. Mm -hmm. The next morning, uh, she's making breakfast. James comes in and says, "Like, hey, could you wake Sydney up on my way out to work?" She's like, "Yeah." She leaves the the pan on the stove with like eggs and bacon. Um, and she had been chopping vegetables on the counter. She, you know, we see her leave frame. The camera stays. She leaves frame to go wake Sydney up. We see the knife slide off the cutting board. No. And then slowly the eggs catch fire and the flame gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then there's this huge grease fire happening on the stove. Again, she's not in the room. She comes in with Sydney. They both freak out. They use the fire extinguisher. They're like, that, you know, just sort of think like that was crazy. How did that happen? But they're not too alarmed yet. They're just sort of like, oh, I guess I Mm -hmm. guess I let that happen. Mm hmm.
1: That'd be so funny if they were like, Adrian is still alive and he set our eggs on
2: fire. My ex-boyfriend set my eggs on fire. I knew it. He hates eggs. Um, (laughs) It's the scariest moment of the whole movie. Um, That night, uh, so we're just sort of seeing the passage of time and we're spending a lot of time just with Cecilia. She, again, is like on her computer in her room, thinks she hears something again, sort of looks up. No one else is around. So she starts wandering through the house. Guess what? It's dark It's nighttime. Mm, they love she to does do that th- She loves mm-hmm. to do it She does turn Some lights on I'm gonna okay. give her credit As she goes Not enough lights And she doesn't keep them on But as she walks into rooms <laughs> She turns the lights on I'm gonna give her that Okay
1: A step above Ethan Hawke In Sinister A step
2: above A step above <laughs> um, As she's sort of in the kitchen Living room area We follow her And we see From looking at her To behind her That the front door is open Hmm mm. She turns around and sees it Walks towards it slowly walks Outside looks around It's cold out we see like Her breath out in the air You know because it's cold We see cold Air breath behind her <gasps> No uh, But she doesn't see anything She's just sort of freaked out She turns around she goes back in that's it Nothing else happens <laughs> But we know Somebody's there Somebody's there Oh boy She's asleep that night. She's sleeping in a a room with Sydney, so they're sleeping sort of in like a a double bed. And we're on looking down onto the bed. They're both asleep. We see the covers just pull off of her and off of the bed, and then flash.
1: Mm, Oh no
2: flash so she's just having her picture taken oh no Oh, creepy Creepier God, still creepy. that there's like
1: a young girl also in the bed I don't like the added no, element of that it's
2: not good it's not good um we're just on her though in this shot at least like we see when the covers get pulled up it's both up but then it's just her flash 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 Ugh. she wakes up not to the I mean probably because of the flashing but she doesn't see that happen but she wakes up again different from the trailer in the trailer she sees the flashing she does not in this moment which I think is better mm-hmm but she s- wakes up, realizes that the covers are not on her. She gets out of bed. She- the covers are on the ground. She walks over to them, looks at an armchair in the corner of the room, and sees, like, a butt indent on uh, the chair. Uh, <laughs> a butt print. No. A butt print. There's butt print on the chair. Um, she does a very smart thing where she grabs the covers, throws them over the chair to sort of catch a human form, as we've uh-huh. seen happen in, in uh-huh. The Conjuring. Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. Just a chair. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so it's she's a leftover butt. It's print. a leftover. So she, she's, I uh, <laughs> guess, in this moment thinking like, okay, so it's, you know, maybe it's an older chair. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes they have a leftover butt print. We get it. Mm-hmm. Looks like a soft fabric. Uh, <laughs> grabs the covers to go put them back on the bed. Starts walking towards the bed and the covers get stuck. Mm. She turns around, pulls, and they're like flat and then pulling up. Like under Nothing. Right. Um, so like There's not like, a foot, like on anything. a foot standing on them. Right. She goes to pull. They're not coming. And then we see footprint, footprint, Ooh, footprint moving. Scary towards her. Uh, she goes to yank it. Screams. Turns the lights on. Calls for James. And she's like, "Someone's in the room. Someone's in the room. I saw footprints. I saw footprints. I swear they're right there." And He comes in and is like, what are you freaking out? Nothing's like, obviously, you know, they don't see anyone. He's like, you have a big interview tomorrow. You're just getting rattled. Like, please don't let this guy's memory fuck up your big interview. Right. Get some sleep. It's fine. You know, I get it. And also, we're starting with the gaslighting. We're starting with the like, Mm -hmm. hey, you couldn't possibly be right about what you think is happening. Right, right. Which is a theme. There'll be gaslighting in this movie. All around. I love to tell a woman she couldn't possibly be in any way correct about her own lived experience. Um, (laughs) So we're doing a little bit of that right now. Okay, next morning, she's going to an interview. She's an architect. That's cool as hell. Um, Whoa. she's clearly a little bit nervous. She's doing like nervous interview talk. Um, she sits down with this guy and it's going pretty well. He's clearly charmed by her. Uh, and he says, okay, look, let me see some of your work. She opens up her briefcase and it is empty.
1: Oh, motherfucker.
2: And she starts to sort of freak out and she's like, I'm I'm so sorry. I, I know I, I, I know I packed it that that's. So weird. I, I I'm so sorry. And and he's like, Hey, it's it's okay, just send it to me later. We'll just we'll just keep doing the interview. It's fine. And she starts freaking out and like hyperventilating and has a panic attack and faints. Aww. Oh no. Oh no. Um, so she, you know, goes to the hospital, gets some blood work done, uh, it's just dismissed, or like, you know, you're you're fine, going home. Then uh she's home, she takes a shower, she gets out of the shower, her phone rings, she answers, and it's the hospital calling to say, we have your blood work results. Um, There was a high amount of diazepam in your bloodstream. So that's probably what the fainting was. She's like, what? Mm. What diazepam? I I haven't been taking any. And as she's saying that, she looks over on the bathroom counter and the bottle, the pill bottle of diazepam, is sitting there with bloody fingerprints around it. Mm.
1: So it's the exact same
2: bottle that she had dropped. Uh, pretty clear indication that, hey, guess <gasps> what? Guess who's not dead? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, which she knows immediately. Uh, and this is the moment where in the trailer we see like the handprint on the shower uh, and mm-hmm. the steam, and they chose not to do it because they thought finding the just the bottle was scary enough, which I agree with. I think yeah. it's way freakier to be like, oh, fuck yeah uh he literally just came in and left me a little gift yeah so cecilia and james now go back to see tom adrian's brother uh and how big is his
1: suit in this scene
2: honestly (laughs) yeah how big Teeny um, Shiny, uh, I thought I he was suit. naked I thought he was stark naked And I thought it was crazy they didn't address it <laughs>
0: It was like hard for him to move He couldn't yeah, move around I thought he suit. was a frozen naked man <laughs> And it was really distracting
2: for me personally um, But yeah It something's off about him um, It's his teeny tiny suit So they go there And Cecilia says To Tom, the brother Make him stop Adrian is not dead You need to tell him to stop. I have a feeling you know exactly what I'm talking about. And Tom is like, What are, I don't understand. What is she talking about? And James is like, I don't know. I, I, I," she didn't tell me why we were coming here, but I believe, like, she's freaked out and I support her. And you're clearly a douchebag. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And she's like, He told me if I ever tried to leave him, he would find me and he would leave me a message to know that he was there. And he left me this. And she puts it out of the family. And she's like, he left me this. He is not dead. He had this. Is where, <laughs> it's a pretty funny line. She's like, he has found a way to become invisible. He is a leader in the field of optics. Which is just a very funny thing to say. Like, what does that fucking mean? Um, she's what like, are optics? I, exactly. I mean, besides like, uh, it's like science the talk. way you it's view it's science, talk. It's, it's science talk. Um, she's like, he has figured it out. And, here, and she says, I, I think he, something tells me you know exactly What I'm talking about. And he says, look, Cecilia, I got to be honest with you. Adrian tortured me long before he tortured you. I was glad when I found out that he was dead. That sounds shitty to say, but like I was relieved. The only thing, the only thing scarier and more powerful than figuring out how to become invisible is to not do it and make you think he did. He is torturing you Mm. even in death. You've got to let it go. I promise you. And she, Oh, he shows pictures of his body, of like the crime scene when they found him. Like, right. he is dead. Right. And you've got to just move on with your life. Um, after that meeting, Cecilia goes to see her sister, Emily. She knocks on the door and Emily opens the door a little crack and is clearly really pissed. And she's like, hi, um, what the fuck are you doing here? And Celia's like, I just, I needed to talk to you. And she's like, Oh, I think you said everything you needed to say in your email. Uh-oh. Celia says, What email? What, I didn't send you email? What are you talking about? And uh, and she's like, uh, About how I am, I smother you, and like, you know what? Hey, she's the thing that's so fucking mean. <laughs> which is, if you're not smart enough to stay away from the bad men, and not strong enough to get away from them when you are with them. Then I can't help you. It's like wow. Wow, so oh. fucking mean, and and Cecilia's like Emily. I did not send you an email. Adrian sent it. Adrian is doing this, and Emily's like, Adrian. Adrian is dead. You need medication. Goodbye. Oh boy. <gasps> God. She blames everything on her. It's awful. It's bad. So Cecilia goes home, opens her sent folder. Guess what? There's an email in there. And it says several things, one of which is, uh, I wish you had died instead of him.
1: Oh, my God.
2: It's a mean email. But also, I'm sorry, your sister just left an extremely abusive relationship and is clearly dealing with severe trauma. And you accept an email like that and just go like, "Okay, fine. Goodbye. Like, you don't try to deal with whatever.
0: Especially if she comes to you and says, "I didn't send you an email." Obviously, your sister having then some kind of psychotic exactly. breakdown, and even if right. her ex exes uh, become invisible, and- leading,
2: leading <laughs> optics ex boyfriend. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, and especially then, if your sister says, "My dead boyfriend sent you the email," like you get that worked You'd out. Be you don't concerned. Go, Not mad. you need medication. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Emily. Doing the name. Uh, Giving it a bad reputation. It. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, so then, oh, it's so sad. Uh, Cecilia's sitting, like, fetal position on her bedroom floor, sobbing. Mm.
1: Um,
2: and Sydney, the, the daughter, comes in and, you know, she's like a high schooler. She doesn't really know what to do, but she clearly cares about Cecilia. And she's like, hey, you know, why don't I tell my dad to go go somewhere and we'll, like, have a girls' night and we'll have some cake and let's just, like, have a nice night together. And Cecilia can see the effort and is, like, still crying but says, you know, yeah, cake cake sounds nice. I could, I could have some cake. And then out of nowhere sort of, Cecilia goes to, like, get up and come towards her and Sydney gets hit across the face. Oh, no. And because she's in a room just with Cecilia... She thinks it was Cecilia. Oh, no. And backs away and is screaming and is now afraid of Cecilia and backs away from Cecilia. And James comes in and is like, what's going on? And Cecilia's like, Sydney, no, I, d- I would never. I did not hit you. Like, I- And Sydney's like, she hit me and is freaked out. And James grabs her and and like takes her to leave the house and says to Cecilia, like, you're scaring my daughter. I'm sorry, but like, I, I don't think you need to be here anymore. I, I need to deal with my daughter cecilia's like crying and it's like i'm so sorry please I, I i didn't i would never hurt her i didn't do anything um james leaves with sydney mm-hmm. and then celia honestly is a fucking badass at this <sighs> point cecilia's alone in the house and she turns around and she's like you hit a child hit me don't mess with a fucking child Cut. like if you're fucking she's like i know you're here adrian mess with me don't mess with her. Yeah. She like pulls out a knife and she just like is like ready to fucking go. She goes in the living room. She pours coffee beans all over the ground to like track footprints. Uh-huh. Pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Sits, knife out. Sits on the ground and just waits. Nothing's happening. He's not coming. She eventually starts talking to him and it's like, why me? Like you could have any woman you wanted. Why are you doing this to me? I'm. A shell of a person You already took Everything from me Why are you still Going
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: Decides she's gonna Call his cell phone Very smart
1: mm. uh,
2: I saw some like, like Random boo. user on IMDB uh, Review of this movie being like This She's so stupid And she does Everything wrong At every turn And I honestly Could not disagree more I think she handles This <laughs> very well um, But yeah Anyway IMDB user Boo <laughs> Uh, so she calls his cell phone, and she starts to hear it buzz right above her. Oh no! And you guessed it—the attic. Oh boy! No. You thought there wasn't going to be an attic. <laughs> you thought there was going to be an attic, my friend. There is going to be an attic. There's
1: always an attic.
2: Um. So yeah, she's calling it, and we just hear like zzzz. Zzz, zzz. She looks up. Gets that ladder. Thank God she brought the ladder. Thank God. Goes up into the attic and, ooh, you hate to see it. Flashlighting around dark, dark, dark corners. It's, mm. again, so quiet. So, 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 so quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, looking around, looking around. Sees the phone light up in the corner of the attic. Crawls to it. On it, she finds the pictures of herself sleeping in a bed. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Uh, the knife that was taken off the kitchen cutting board from earlier.
1: Mm. Her
2: portfolio that was taken out of her briefcase. Oh, boy. And just then she gets a text on her phone from an unknown number. So clearly, Adrian, you know, got to burn her phone. We sure. get it. Uh, unknown number that just says an all caps. Surprise. Oh, boy. So then she starts. She looks over to the trap door, which is on the other side of the attic. Crawls over to it. Leans over, looks over it. Nothing there. Grabs from next to her a gallon of like of paint, white paint. dumps it over the trapdoor, and uh, it falls over a human form. Um, big jump scare. Also, really oh cool. Boy. And again, IMDb user very smart smart and also like keeps him visible for exactly
1: longer than just like a blanket
2: smart Mm -hmm. she's smart we like her she's smart Mm Uh so you know We know he's fucking there so she like backs She freaks out backs away but also, then like, These are extreme circumstances there's no Right way to react
1: to your Excuse Billionaire me, yes. boyfriend turning himself invisible Okay yeah, like I'm there's sorry, no fucking Playbook you
2: tell me playbook. what you would do You tell me what you would do IMDB <laughs> user Okay hey, yay yay Um so yeah so she Get g- comes down from the attic Sees like paint drops the sink Is on in the kitchen she walks over to the sink where there's like white paint in the whole sink so he's he's washed the paint god off god damn it god damn it which also i sort of have a problem with cuz like it was on his head like he wouldn't Yeah have had but time this is a completely... special special suit. He's a leader in the field of optics and it's a special suit. He's in suit. optics yeah yeah. Um so so in that when we see like the human form it is like he's wearing like a full like spidey suit right like right. like a- around his whole body. Yeah. Um but yeah clearly clearly a human form so, she walks up to the sink. There's there's paint in it. She turns the sink off. She's, like, got her knife out. She's turning around trying to fight him and then starts being lifted up by her neck, feet off the ground uh, as if she's being choked. And we get a big fight scene. She's fighting with nobody. He, like, puts her down. She's kicking at the air. She's smashing pots and pans over his head, breaking plates. He throws her across the table. It's a very intense fight. And she's doing it, like, with no one. And it's... Very cool. Mm. Uh, I would say a thing about this movie that is makes it more watchable for me is like all the moments leading up to is he there? Is he there? Where is he? Where is he? Once he's there, I can watch it because I'm like, okay, great, we broke the tension. He's there. So like watching these fight Mm -hmm. sequences and stuff was really cool um, because it shot really well, and I was like not nervous anymore because I knew he was there. Right. Um, And it's hard to express just how the tension. There's so much panning to nothing. Yeah, panning back and complete silence. And like every time Adrian is there, we do get a little like. It's hard to describe the sound. It's like a little, just like rustling almost, but like as if rustling were tech optics. Do you know what mm. I mean? Uh, as mm-hmm. if rustling were optics. It's <laughs> leaves, but it's optics. Um, <laughs> so, but that's like that's all we get, and it's it's like hard to describe how well that works, but it works really well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So they're getting a fight sequence. Um, she manages to get outside, run away from him, run down the street. She calls an Uber, gets in, and is like, drive, 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 drive. It's so funny. This guy's like, you okay, miss? And she's like, yes, go, go. She's like, clearly, totally fucking banished. And he's like, everything all right? Um, takes the Uber, drives it, uh, has it drive to Adrian's house. She gets out. Now it's like very early morning. Gets out. She tells the Uber, like, please. Wait for me. I'm going to go in for just a minute. Um, please stay here and wait. I'll be back. And he's like, okay. <laughs> uh, normal woman who's clearly feeling fine. She <sighs> goes into the house, goes down into the control room, the, like, Iron Man room yeah. from before, sees what looks like an empty glass case. Mm-hmm. unlocks it with the security code, which and is the day they met she was she wasn't sure she tried a number, It didn't work. She's thinking she's thinking, and then she puts another one and realizes it's the day they met, and she goes, How romantic just <laughs> <Which is> funny <laughs> uh, she goes in and hears that like rustly sound, puts her hand through and realizes there is a suit there, has it turn on, and the invisibility turns off, and it like materializes, and it's this black full body suit with like what essentially looks like just a bunch of tiny cameras like like have Mm. you seen um uh mission impossible 4 the one where he climbs up the building side no no i haven't i don't think i have holy shit okay side note watch that movie it fucking rules Uh, you know i love mission impossible i love mission impossible so much oh you know what but actually yes watch that movie but the one i think i'm actually thinking of is five watch that one too watch them all they're great Anyway, there's a thing where they like it it's they make something look like it's not where it is by just like using a bunch of cameras that are like mirroring the image behind them and it, it's like that I think this uh-huh. fucking suit. Okay. But it is really makes it look very invisible. But it just looks like a bunch of tiny 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 little cameras like all over it.
1: Optics, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Optics. It's optics. No further explanation necessary. <laughs> uh so she gets sees the suit and is like fucking Proof. Great. It's a goddamn invisibility suit. She takes it. Good. We hear the dog start to bark. Uh, So she's like, oh, fuck, somebody's here.
1: Bummer, she took that shot collar off.
2: It's a bummer, she took the shot collar off, honestly. (laughs) Um, She slips back into the main house, goes into a closet. We see her open a drawer and, like, stash the suit um, because she's aware that now Adrian's in the house. She, like, goes to come out of the. Closet gets again, like, thrown by someone invisible. So he's there and he's trying to fight her. Mm -hmm. Still invisible. uh, He really loves
1: being invisible. (laughs) He loves it. Honestly, this dude
2: fucking loves it. Um, You know why? But he knows he looks like a fucking dweeb. (laughs) Got him. Um, So he's there, but she manages once again to, to get away, to run out the door. And she gets back in the Uber. And at this point, she calls, uh, makes a call from the Uber while he's driving. And it's like, I need you to meet me tonight, 8 o'clock, somewhere public. Please, please, I'm begging you. Like, if, And tell me if you're not going to meet me because if you don't, I have to get somebody else to do it. It's so important. Please. And again, the Uber driver's just like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this woman is fine. He's like, um, "Ma'am, there's
1: a there's a bottle of water if you need to charge yeah, your yeah, you to charge your phone.
2: I have some uh, Altoids. Um, Do you have some, yeah, I have some, some gum. Milk. Do you want a piece of gum? A piece of gum, ma'am. Um, <laughs> so that night, Cecilia is sitting at a restaurant and we see Emily come to meet her. Cecilia's like, "Thank you so much for meeting me." And the, Emily has softened a little bit about fucking time, mm-hmm. um, and is sort of believing. That something is actually up. And Celia's like, I, I went to Adrian's house. I found something that will prove what I've been talking about. It will prove that he is alive. And she goes to tell her what it is. And we see they're sitting across from each other at a table. We see a big steak knife floating in the air. Slice across Emily's throat. Oh, my and God. And put into Cecilia's hand. Oh no! So Cecilia is completely shocked. Emily is holding her throat, dying, bleeding out, and now Cecilia is just sitting there, shocked, holding the bloody knife in her hand in oh, a public no. restaurant.
0: Oh, okay, there's so many things about this that are insane, but also like, who would ever slit someone's throat like from across the table? It would be hard. Rest- to, like, it would be hard to pull I mean? off. <laughs>
1: I mean, I think he, he's obviously just trying to make her seem completely like yes. ha-
0: psychotic. I mean, yeah. I know, but it's just like in terms of the people who will like believe it, right? You know, it's but like I, mean, I think this...
2: nobody's. The idea is like it's a very crowded, hip San Francisco restaurant, yeah. so like and no one's paying attention. And it really. sucks. It's like at Cecilia's whole plan of like meet me somewhere public, so nothing can happen, is exactly what worked against her because now there are all these quote unquote witnesses, witnesses. of mm. her having slit her throat. And here's the kicker. She had just sent her sister an email saying, I wish it was you who had died.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, how's so she going to get out of this one?
2: How is she going to get out of this one? It's <laughs> not looking good. Like, it is not looking good. So she, I mean, she, and this is where... The
0: IMDb user would do a better job, The IMDb user
2: would have done this very differently, okay? Mm-hmm. He would have gone to a knife-free mm-hmm. restaurant, and he is a genius. <laughs> and yes, he is a man for sure. Um, So... She's, this is where her acting, I mean, she's such a good actress. She's incredible. Um, She's like freaking out and crying, and we just watch sort of slow, like, the sound sort of blurs out around her, and you know, she, people in the restaurant are screaming. She gets arrested and pinned down and taken to a fucking, like, mental ward of a hospital, and she's getting strapped to the table, and she's screaming, and she's saying, It's him. He was, and she, he's like, He's in the room, and she's staring at him. She's like, Fuck you, you killed my sister, fuck you. And it's just, like, freaking out. Yeah. Cut to the uh, next day, and she's just depleted. She's, like, catatonic, uh, just sitting, staring out the window in her fucking, you know, little white room, uh, and yeah, like, the psychiatrist comes Yeah, things are in.
1: not good for her at this moment. Things mm-hmm. are not
2: good. Because also, in addition to everything else, her sister is dead. Like, yeah. also, she, not only is she accused of murder and all this shit is still happening, her, her sister's dead. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as I mentioned... Wasn't a very good sister, but you still wouldn't love it. Uh, yeah. Also, you watched her die at the hands of your boyfriend, and her throat was slit, and it was really bloody. It was bad. Oh, that's awful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a psychiatrist comes she's in. She's not going to eat at that restaurant again. She's never going to go. to... <laughs> Honestly, that the reviews that that restaurant is going to get. Oh, that's really the real tragedy. Oh, but um, maybe it, maybe
1: <laughs> it'll go the other way, and it'll get more popular because it's like the place where so. a murder happened.
2: I hope the sequel is about the success I don't of that think restaurant it works that way. Um. That's what I need in 2020
1: Yeah we gotta support, um, our, support our small businesses gotta support our
2: restaurants <laughs> I don't care what murders happened there You've gotta support them um, So a psychiatrist or, or a nurse Or someone comes in To, to Cecilia's room is being really kind To her and she's like Cecilia um, I just We just you know we got all your blood work back We t- took on your tests and I just want to know um, Did you know that You're pregnant
1: Oh no <gasps> Oh no!
2: And Cecilia turn, like, gets shocked and turns and says, Oh, no. I don't like this." And she says, "It seems pretty recent and probably in the past month." Um, and then she, she can, the doctor can tell that Cecilia is just like out of it. Um, and so the doctor leaves. Um, Adrian's brother Tom comes to visit her. Uh, they're sitting in this waiting, you know, sort of waiting room area, just the two of them. And um, he says, so, you know, um, the money that Adrian gave you was conditional upon, you know, you not committing a crime or or, you know, any reason that would invalidate the, the terms of the trust. So, unfortunately, you're not going to be getting that money anymore. And I understand you set up a bank account for a young woman. Obviously, that's going to be terminated. However... There's one condition that could make all of this go away.
1: Oh, is um, it if you have a baby?
2: Keep the baby oh, and go God. back to him. Oh, God.
1: <gasps> and go so back Tom to him? So Tom does know that small-suited motherfucker. That small-suited
2: little bitch uh, fucking knew it the whole time. He puts on his tiny suit every day and knows the truth. <laughs> um, he, so, yeah, Tom says, do you think he didn't? know about the birth control oh how no. he knows everything cecilia he oh no, he replaced your birth control with with placebos like he he, he and you know and he but you know he, he needed to punish you, but he's punished you enough, he feels that he's punished you enough, and now that he knows that you know you're gonna have his child, you guys can be together and and be a family and and honestly that's the only way you're going to get out of this. Like, think about he goes like, you don't really have an option, do you? Like, that's the only way you're going to get to live. Oh, boy. How is she going to get out of this one? How is she going to get out of this one? So she, (laughs) you know, stares at him and shoves, you know, he's got his like paperwork on the table and she like shoves it on the ground. Uh, yeah, and he goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how she does it. She showed him. Get on the floor and pick up your papers. Um, he he goes to do that. Get on the floor and pick your papers. She sneaks a pen out of his briefcase without him noticing. While well, he does that, um, and she tells him, he, like, that'll he killed my sister. Like, I'm never going back to him. And Tom says, you know, I didn't expect you to make up your mind today. Um, I'll be back in three days, so just think about it. She goes back to her room. Uh she goes to take a shower. She's like a it's, she's locked in. It's like it's a hospital room and also kind of a cell. Uh, it's a like recovery center is what we see in the sign outside. So she's alone in her room, a security guard comes in and like locks her in. She goes above her shower where she had stashed the little the pen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Opens it. It's one of those old school like pens you have to dip in ink, so it's really sharp. Mhm. Gets in her shower, says to the room, because she's pretty certain that Adrian's there, as she always is, Mm -hmm. um, you won't get the baby and you won't get me, and goes to slit her wrist. And as she's doing it and she's bleeding, uh, something grabs her arm and stops her hand and she turns and goes, there you are. And just stabs him, stabs him, stabs him, stabs him, stabs him with the pen. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And as she's stabbing him, it's fucking with his suit. The optics, so he man. starts the optics. He starts appearing in the places where he's getting stabbed. Uh-huh. And obviously these are not lethal stabs. It's a pen. But she is fucking with him and um and it's causing the suit to sort of appear, but then, but then it like sort of recalibrates and disappears. So uh-huh. it's like showing up, but then going back to invisible and it's, then it's sort of like glitching. So like, you'll see him, but then you won't, but then you'll see him, but then you won't. Um, but it's causing a, a huge commotion because she's like freaking out. So the security guard comes back in, um, and, uh, is like, get back in bed. You have to get back in bed. He, of course, then fucking invisible Adrian fights the security guard. The door gets left open. Cecilia runs out. Guards are coming, trying to stop her. Adrian's taking their guns, sh- making them shoot themselves. He, he t- takes a gun from a guard, has the guard pointed at his own knee, shoots through his own knee. Ouch. Um, and this, meanwhile, Cecilia's Ouch. freaking out and she's telling them, like, stop, he's right there, he's right there. And every now and again, the good thing here now is he does, because his suit is glitching, he starts appearing. Um mm-hmm. so like sometimes the security Guards will see him the other good news means this Is going to show up on security footage so that like Even though sometimes he's invisible sometimes He's clearly there right Um but so he uh, Eventually manages to kill all of the Guards <laughs> uh because he's invisible he Has the upper hand uh-huh. um They but Cecilia Also gets away they run Out the the main doors it's Pouring down rain she manages To take a gun from one of the security guards She's going through the parking lot, trying to find out where he is. Looking for him, looking around cars. It's raiding other guards that have now come out. Are looking for her. All, she gets then by an invisible somebody uh, pressed I've, up against. I can guess it's Adrian. <laughs> it's Adrian. You know it. You know it. Um, she gets pushed up against a, a car, and he goes, "I gave you a chance, um, but now I'm going to take something that you care about, and I'm going to take it from you." um so was yeah killing her sister wasn't enough to it wasn't enough Uh, he said like uh so now that little girl's death is going to be on your hands she tries to shoot him doesn't get him he gets away i guess she steals a car in the parking lot um i think adrian like running through or driving away causes two cars to crash she like goes up to the guy and is like are you okay and then like takes him out of the car and gets in his car and Drives away, she's speeding down the road, she calls James and is like, James, you have to get home he's, And he's like, how the fuck are you Calling me? Oh um, I missed a thing, which is that earlier Before she visits With um, Tom Adrian's brother at the mental institution She's getting interrogated by none other Than James, which feels like a major conflict of interest What? Uh, and, and another cop Just like about the murder and like what happened And she's telling them like it was Adrian He's there and and she says to james like please tell me you believe me he clearly doesn't but he wait james is a cop james is a cop yeah. or a detective oh i yeah. missed that i totally um missed that. and so but he does feel really guilty and he's like i shouldn't have kicked you out i shouldn't have said those things to you like i really let you down also because like emily was his friend like this right. freaking sucks mm-hmm. um but so he, she calls him and he's like how the fuck are you calling me and she's like it doesn't matter you I think Sydney's life's in danger Adrian's going to do something to her you have to get home because he's not he's at work but Sydney's at home so you have to fucking get home right now um she's speeding towards the house we we get in on the house Sydney's in bed and she gets pulled out of bed hmm. she we established earlier that she has mace next to her bed because when the first time when uh Cecilia was freaking out with the footsteps on the covers in the middle of the night. Yeah. When James comes in, Sydney like picks up her mace and he's like, "What the fuck are you going to do with that?" Like what? she's like, "You got it for me." And so fun little back and forth. Uh-huh. So we establish she has mace by her bed. Good. So um when she senses there's somebody in her room, she maces Adrian who like starts to stumble and we see like, you know, furniture shaking as he like stumbles from the mace. At this moment, James comes in with his gun. Adrian starts beating the shit out of him. He's wearing a tie. I guess he's a detective because he doesn't wear cop uniform. He wears okay. like a suit and tie. Yep. He starts getting like pulled on the floor by his tie. And like we just see him getting punched in the face and he's bleeding. Sydney's screaming and freaking out. I was like, no, 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 my dad. Um, he's getting choked by his tie. He sort of stops fighting back for a second. In this moment, Sydney or er, Cecilia shows up and she says, Sydney, get down fire extinguishers the hallway so now the only figure like up in the hallway because james is on the ground sydney's down on the ground is adrian in the suit so she material like gets the form of the whole suit shoot 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 shoots him in the chest he falls she walks over to him she got him she like fucking those are lethal shots she was very close to him pulls the mask off it's tom it's tom
1: motherfucker
2: Fuck. So it's Tom. Tom's dead. Cut to, I guess, yeah, the the precinct, the detective office. It's James and Sydney. Or sorry, James and Cecilia. I wish i didn't have similar sounding names. That that's it Screenwriting
1: 101, folks. James? Name your characters different enough names <laughs> that
2: it's not confusing. <laughs> folks, um and you know who wouldn't have done that? I am DB user. He would have known. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um So James and Cecilia are sitting in the office. Obviously rattled um they're having a conversation about uh how he's like you know it was all it was all tom we meanwhile see like cutting back and forth a tactical team like a swat team showing up at adrian's house discovering adrian tied up in a closet in his house and they're like so cut back james is saying turns out uh adrian was a victim of his brother just like you were and she's (laughs) like no. No, 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 mm. obviously not. No, it she's like it. It was Adrian and James says, well, I have, you know, Tom's body in my house. And this is the part that I did. Oh, my God. We spent the so James, James, my dude, he spent this entire movie going. You're imagining things. You're crazy. OK, fine, fine. You were right. There is an invisible suit. Fine. You're being terrorized. But but everything you write about stops there at this point. You don't know anymore. He literally says to her, you don't understand, which is like a fucking course she does. Listen to this woman who's been right every single fucking time. How dare you now tell her that she's wrong about (laughs) this? And he's meant to be a protagonist. Drives me fucking crazy. And he's like, by all accounts, a very nice guy. Ladies and men, beware the like nice guy who still makes you feel like shit. Okay, Mm -hmm. no, thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank um, you. She's like, I know that it was Tom last night, but everything up until then was Adrian. This is what he does. He makes me think that I am crazy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And if he can, he, she, she says, if he can fake his own death, he can fake his own kidnapping. Like, he wasn't mm-hmm. fucking dead. He's been, mm-hmm. this is classic Adrian. This is fucking Adrian, and I know it, and I, I can get him, please trust me, I can get him to admit it. I can get the proof mm-hmm. that it is Adrian. So she calls Adrian and goes to dinner at his house. Um, and he picks up and is like, oh, I'm so glad you called. She gets all dressed up. She looks really hot. Shows up. This is where we get our this is we saw him more in the trailer, but this is the first time we see Adrian's like full face. And this is the point where I was like, <laughs> what? This guy? <laughs> this fucking dweeb? Like, he just like looks like such a fucking dork to me, which I know he also is because he's like a science guy but like I truly was like really <laughs> um but he so he's you know standing outside waiting for her she comes to his house and he's like oh, I'm so happy to see you thank you so much for coming he's all nervous he's trying to be cute he's like you know I, I didn't know what you'd want for dinner so I ordered I got sushi and I got steak and, and I got pasta I just you know I wanted to make sure I had something for you and then I realized you know, you're probably not even hungry and oh, I'm just so nervous to see you, Cecilia. Just, like, a fucking mm-hmm. piece of shit. And she's very, st- like, not giving him anything and is, like, looking very angry and is, like, I'll have steak. Go in. They sit down. And he's, like, you know, I can't, I can't, I, I can't believe it. My brother I, controlled me. You know, it didn't look like this to the outside world, but he really, he was really pulling the strings the whole time and, um, which is also, like, but remember how you still stole her birth control and like remember how you still remember how you told her like, what
1: to wear and you're what still to
2: eat bad and how if she ever tried to leave you you'd find <laughs> her um anyway uh luckily she hasn't forgotten but uh she says to him um if you're going to be a part of my life and this baby's life it needs to start with honesty i need you to admit that it has been you i know it was you Please, I just I need to know I'm not crazy. Please, I just need. And she's like crying. And I was just like, I just I need you to be honest with me. And he won't do it. And he's like, it wasn't. It wasn't me. Would never do that. It was Tom. And she's like really crying. We see meanwhile that she's wired, and James is outside in a car mm-hmm. listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And she's like, I just please, like I feel like I'm crazy. He was like, No, you're not crazy. And then he says, which it becomes an important line. Um, I know you Cecilia I know you better than anyone that shouldn't come as a surprise because he had sent that text I I guess we're meant to really connect the fact that he had texted Uh, her earlier that mm. said surprise feels like a bit of a leap but it is a thing she like looks at him at that point and is like it was you like she just knows it but um sort of, you know, smiles at him as if, like, okay, fine, you know, I believe you. And she says, you know, like, I should go um, clean myself up. She's been crying, and um, the fact that he's, like, okay, yeah, it's, like, you fucking piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> like, no! But uh, she goes into the bathroom. We see her looking in the mirror, and she's, like, crying, wiping her tears. We see Adrian, cut to Adrian sitting out at the table waiting for her, and all of a sudden, very, like, jerkily, he grabs the steak knife sitting next to him, pulls it up, and slits his own throat, falls down to the ground, bleeding out. A few seconds later, Cecilia comes out and starts screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God. So she's screaming, pulls out her phone, calls her one, and is like, oh, my God, I, I-, I need someone to have something happened. I-, I think he tried to kill himself. Is crying and uh, on the phone backs out of the room backs out of the room out of the range mm-hmm. of the security cameras immediately stops crying hangs at the phone sits down stares at him and just goes surprise Ooh. watches him oh. die and walks out of the house James comes running and he's like well because he heard something happening he's like what the fuck I'm just like it's fine it's fine he killed himself he cut his own throat yes and he looks at her like um Okay, clearly not really believing it. He looks down and sees in her handbag the little like sliver of opening that looks like an invisibility suit <laughs> sitting in her handbag. Looks at her. Uh, he realizes that mm-hmm. she killed him. And she says to him, "Like you heard it, right? What did it? What did it sound like to you?" And he says, "Sounds like he killed himself." All right, James. Just like. We see her walk away. She walks outside. The ocean breeze looks out. Finally fucking free of this guy. She closes her eyes. Small smile. Credits. Whoa. OK. She
0: got in and out of that suit really <laughs> yeah. fast. Well, it's, a, it's it's she did. It's the
2: exact opposite of the Tom situation where she could just jump right in it and right out.
0: Oh, my God. That was I was I was riveted. I wasn't sure exactly. I knew something like that was going to happen, but I wasn't sure how she was going to pull it, it off. It was really
2: cool because it was exactly what he did to her sister. Um, yeah. and, it, and it's cool that it made it like she had stashed that extra suit in his house mm-hmm. without him knowing and, and was able to. That's the thing the about
1: end. invisible suits. They're hard to keep track of.
2: They're very hard to keep track of. You would think, though, that he—I mean, I guess it's invisible, it's invisible in the, in the case, case. So if he didn't ever check <laughs> it, he's like, it's not missing. It's always there. Yeah, I just right, can't right. ever see it.
0: It was—it—it—it it, it did definitely sound not too scary at all. It kind of—you know what—it kind of reminds me of. I don't know why. It kind of reminds me of Double Jeopardy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do you guys remember yeah, that movie with Ashley? Of course John? I, haven't I do. Seen it
1: Of course I do. I love Double Jeopardy.
0: <laughs> of course. It's. It's I, I okay Emily you need to watch it you're gonna love it okay um but it's about like a woman kind of being tricked by her partner mm. I mean it's a very very different film but it has the same like like um like scariness mm-hmm. edge I think Double Jeopardy's way more corny and not as scary but it's like I mean I don't know a similar feel the
2: over- like there's nothing scarier than being made to feel like. You're crazy when you know something right. is happening. It's why, I like, like again, like gaslighting is so prevalent in horror because the only thing worse than something happening to you is it happening to you and nobody fucking believing you. Yeah, yeah, it oof, is really scary. Oof, scary. I think she oh, handles really it very scary. well. I think she does things very smart. She does best she can in a very, very bad situation. In a
1: very unusual situation, too. It's very
2: like unusual, not just a bad
1: situation. It's a bad situation that has literally never happened to anybody else.
0: Incredibly specific. <laughs> Incredibly. Like you specific. can't Google like, uh, "What do I do if my boyfriend fakes his own death mm-hmm. and comes back as being invisible?" Like,
2: steps, how do I like apprehend an you know? invisible? killer ex-boyfriend who impregnated me and is sneaking around and lying about and using his brother. What do I
1: do? Yeah, no handbook for that.
2: You know what
0: my question though is, is like, is it even realistic that they would send you to a facility like that? Like, do we even have mental health facilities anymore? I was, I kind of feel like they just put you in jail and like, don't talk about it and we don't certainly don't
1: have Isn't a lot kind of, of mental health services i think they do still exist but um yeah
2: i don't know what that maybe they were it might have something to do with the fact that she was pregnant but i know that there are pregnant women in jail so i i don't know i don't know i don't know either I, it's I don't it know also either. it seems as though it's an in-between i i, I got the impression right. that it's like she, uh, you know she will go to jail she will go to to jail and go to jail but like this is maybe where she is in the interim Mm -hmm. okay Um, okay that makes sense
0: i just don't understand how that um how that works because
2: it is it was was, like jail like there are guards and it's locked down and she's locked in her room and Mm. and there was a point where like you know she she had to take a pill and they were like tongue up tongue down like making sure she took it it did feel like not Mm. warm (laughs) they weren't like recuperating her it was like right where she had to be because of the nature of what had happened.
0: Yeah. Uh part of me, part of me wants it gets like so bloodthirsty though during these movies where I want her to like, I wanted his death to like take longer than it did. Um, I know. You know? Ex- I want there to be. More I know revenge. exactly what you
1: mean. That's why I like the descent so much. Yeah, <laughs> I like it to be a bloodbath in that third act.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emily, you.
2: Killed yeah, That it. was
1: great. Great storytelling. I loved it. Thank I'm going to watch the movie.
2: So good. I think you'll enjoy it. It's not too scary. It's just, it's very tense. It's yeah. like similar to A Quiet Place where it's not too scary. You're not scared, yeah. but you are tense while you watch it. Yeah. And it's, Elizabeth Moss's acting is really great. I think a lot of the filmmaking choices are super cool. Um, I would say, yeah, worth worth a watch and a good one for someone who can't really be like you don't want to like mentally be very scared, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. just get like a scared, scared movie feeling. Though certainly, it's a thril- you know, thriller. it's a thriller. And yeah, if you have um, any sort of trauma or triggers related to abusive uh, partners or gaslighting, very much not recommend. Yeah. It feels like it would that would make this extremely painful to watch. But yeah, also he dies in the end. So maybe that feels good.
1: Oh, listeners, for our next episode, we and for all of our October episodes, we will be doing brackets again. So make sure to go to our Instagram so you can vote for each week. We'll have a listener chosen episode. So go check that out. And
0: we have really fun Fun
1: themes. Oh, my God. It's October coming
0: up. (laughs) It's October coming up
1: the spookiest month of all.
0: It's officially fall. You guys, I'm thinking about buying Uggs. <gasps> so. I have some knockoff Uggs
1: that I wear indoors only.
2: <laughs> I'm currently in a tank top and tiny, tiny shorts sweating like crazy. So I cannot fathom <laughs> needing Uggs. And I'm sure as the second it gets cold here, I'm going to be miserable and I'm going to buy Uggs for sure because I hate cold weather. But right now it's hard to even consider.
1: Um... Are there any fun voices in the movie?
2: (laughs) What a good question. No.
1: No. (laughs) No. Seems like just regular voices, probably.
2: Just regular Mm -hmm. voices, for the most part. Mm -hmm. Unless you could figure out a way to do some rustling, but make it optics. Crinkly
1: optics. Maybe we can all all rustle as we say goodbye.
2: There we go. Can you even hear that?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. (laughs) Why do you think that's scary? I don't (laughs) like it.
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. I have some exciting news this week, and that's for the month of October, we are going to be doing listener suggestions only for um, each episode. So head on over to our Instagram at TSDW podcast, where you can vote on what movie you'd like us to do next. We are also on Twitter and at Patreon at TSDW podcast as well. And if you had as much fun as we did, head on over to Apple podcasts where you can rate and review us. All right. Love you guys. Bye.